Early Childhood Development. Each week we talk about a different stage of children development and what children need. And now, here comes your host. Hello everybody and welcome. My name is Taryn and you are listening to The Parent Thing. Today's episode is a continuation of our series on emotion and behavior regulation. In last week's episode, we spoke about why choices are important. And in this week's episode titled Routine Check, we will be talking about why a routine is beneficial for young children. Recently, I have been listening to and watching countless podcasts, TED Talks, YouTube videos, motivational speakers and the like. Almost all of them talk about how vital having a morning routine is in order to thrive and be productive. And they are speaking about us. They are speaking about whole grown human adults. We are the ones that need to have a routine We are the ones that need to have a morning routine in order to have a successful day. The purpose of this series is to guide parents on how to guide your children to learn how to regulate and be aware of their behaviors and their emotions. Children need to feel safe, seen and secure. And having a routine for them is one way of providing safety and security for them. Think about it. We all have some version of a daily routine whether it is intentional or not having a sense of what our day will bring gives us a sense of peace or calm because there is some order and structure and children need order and structure too aside from needing structure and order when a child has a routine they feel safe and secure in their environment when they have a sense of predictability They grow to trust their caregivers because they know what to expect from you. And that goes for at home as well as at school. When there is a routine and the routine becomes predictable, children settle in quicker at school. When they learn to trust you because they know that you are there to help them, they learn to trust quicker. And so it settles them down quicker. It's not just that they learn to know what to expect from you but also they learn to know what is expected of them from you. So when they know that mealtime is coming, they know that it's expected that they wash their hands or they know that it's expected that they sit down at a table to eat. So you also help them to regulate themselves and their behaviors because they now know what is expected of them as they get into routines. If you have a child in a routine, It is good to give them visual or verbal cues so that they learn when a transition in their routine is coming and they learn to behave accordingly. In my class, for example, before a transition, I give a five minute timestamp. I'll tell them, okay, guys, you've got five more minutes to eat and then we pack our food away because our next activity is starting. And then when there's three minutes left, I give a three minute timestamp and I say, okay, guys, you've got three minutes left to eat and then we pack our food away and then our next activity is starting. My language is very consistent, so they've learned to respond to my verbal cues. And sometimes there's a visual cue as well, because I have mentioned before that I have a visual timetable in my class that helps them a lot. But I talk to them throughout the day to let them know that a transition is coming and I don't just transition them abruptly. 
In fact, there was one time that I forgot to give a verbal cue to let my students know that they are going home. I had a meltdown in my class from one of my students. At the end of the school day, we usually have a fun activity that we do. It's very engaging, very hands-on, and the kids absolutely love the games that we play. This one particular day, I did not give my five-minute timestamp. I did not say, okay, guys, we've got five more minutes to play, and then it's time to go home. When it was time to go home and she didn't get her verbal cue, she had a complete, complete meltdown in our class. She was inconsolable. So what I did was I apologized to her. I acknowledged. I said, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you when it was time to go home. And I understand that you're now frustrated. So I'm going to tell you now. You've got three minutes to play. And then you're going to go home. Is that okay? And she calmed down immediately and she said, that's okay. And I let her play for another three minutes. And then I was like, okay, guys, time to go home. She picked up her bag and she walked out like nothing happened and it was normal for her. So when they do have these visual or verbal cues, they learn to transition and behave and act accordingly. Something just dawned on me that I feel I need to share with you. I talk about my classrooms and I talk about the routines that I have and I talk about how it works. But what I haven't mentioned is that it doesn't just happen in a day. It's a little different with a parent because your child grows up in your house and they know you all their lives. So they don't have to get used to or adapt to you as much as they do a teacher when you're bringing them to school for the first time. So as you know, I teach the early years and for the most part, when a child walks into my class, it is the first time they are going to school. It is the first time they are out of their home and safe environments. And it is the first time they are actually exposed to a stranger and separated from their primary caregivers. So a routine is not something that happens overnight. It is so important for me to develop relationships with my children so that they know that they can trust me before they can fall into a routine that they are happy to obey. And I've said it before in a previous episode that I'm a firm believer that rules without a relationship will lead to a rebellion. So parents, Same thing goes for you while your children know you and they have lived in a house with you all the time. When you are putting a routine in place, make sure that there is a relationship where your children do feel safe with you because then they know that they can trust you. Another reminder that children have no concept of time. I've said this before and I'll say it again. A routine is one way to start introducing the concept of time. So when they know that it's eating time or they know that it's story time or they know that it is bathing time, the word time is in there and this is introducing the concept of time. As I said before, a visual timetable is excellent because it shows them and they can see what's coming next. When a child has an effective routine, they learn to actually anticipate their verbal cues and that a change or shift in their routine is coming and they need to transition. So there comes a point where you don't even have to give them so many verbal cues or give them a visual reminder, but they learn to anticipate it. And I find that even my kids will be like, is it eating time yet? Is it whatever time yet because they know that eating time comes after class time or after a structured activity time. So they learn the routine and they learn to anticipate the changes so then the transition becomes easier for them. 
Having a routine and having a child in an effective routine also ties in very closely with the children's need for independence because they do start developing a sense of independence and confidence when they know what's going to happen next, when they know what is expected of them. They'll start taking initiative and doing things by themselves, for themselves. So independence definitely is a result of having a predictable and structured and effective routine. Having a routine and being able to anticipate what is expected of them also helps them regulate emotional and behavioral challenges as predictability does not trigger frustration. This is true for child and adult alike. Not only does a routine influence positive emotional and behavioral regulation, but social, emotional and cognitive development are all influenced by an effective routine. Having a routine can also open up the door to communication and having teachable moments with your child. You are talking to them throughout the routine. As I said, you're giving verbal timestamps. You are telling them what's happening. You are telling them what's going to happen next. You can start asking them questions. Do you know what we're going to do next? What do we usually do after we brush our teeth? So that gets them thinking and responding and communicating. And you can also teach them things as you are doing these things. So when you're brushing teeth during your routine time, now we're going to wet our toothbrush. What do we do next? There are so many moments like these to communicate with and teach your child that can be created through a routine. Having a routine fosters a harmonious relationship between the parent and the child or even the teacher and the child, making the family or the classroom environment a pleasant one. It is human nature to fear the unknown. A routine helps with this. It helps regulate body clocks so sleep time and meal times become more effective. When they know that it's coming, their body learns to expect it. It's the same with adults. You may not realize it, but your body works on a clock. So when you have a sleep routine, your body kind of wakes itself up and the same happens with a child. Their body clocks will tell them when they are tired and they know that sleepy time is coming. When they are hungry, so they know that meal times are coming. So when they have a routine and they learn to anticipate these moments, the sleep time and the meal times become more effective. They eat better and they sleep better. Having a good routine teaches children to develop healthy and constructive and productive habits because they get into knowing what they need to do. And this goes into adulthood when they need to develop their own routines and get their own stuff done. When it's installed as a child, it will come more naturally as an adult to put a routine together for themselves. A routine also teaches them that life is about balance and making time for fun is important because in any routine that you have for a child, there has to be time for fun. There has to be time for play. There has to be time for love and laughter. That's what life is about. There has to be a balance. And again, when it is installed in childhood, it is easy for them to continue that when they are adults. Children also get to look forward to daily rituals when they are in a routine. It also gives them a sense of stability when change does happen. Also, bonus for a parent, when you schedule their routines, it helps you to remember important things, important dates, important appointments. So there is no losing when it comes to getting a routine for your children. 
So when do you start implementing a routine or putting a routine in place? The short answer is now. There's no age too young and it's not too late to start. So today, today's a good day to put a routine in place if you don't yet have one. Let's talk about some key things to remember when you are putting a routine in place. Just like with choices, a routine will not work if it does not work for you. The routine is supposed to provide safety and security, so the routine has to work for you. It's supposed to be convenient and it's supposed to make life easier. So you've got to fit it in with what works for you. This is so important, parents, because when a routine and the time schedule does not work for you, you are going to be frustrated, which in turn is going to affect the kids. So the first thing you want to do is establish important times. So you want to establish a meal time. You want to establish snack time nap time, sleep time, bath time, all the important things that they need to do every day, you need to establish a time for that. You also need to, as I said earlier, include the fun, include just downtime, spending with your child one-on-one, uninterrupted, include playtime for them to have free play and just let go and have fun, include story time, include any time that will be special for them in a day so that it's not all militant and military and army-like. You have to be consistent and patient when you are getting your child into a routine. Because if today you have a strict routine that they have to follow and tomorrow you don't follow through with it, this causes confusion and they can't get into a routine if there is no routine. So it's very important to be consistent with it and to make sure that you follow the routine even when you don't feel like it because that's the only way to get the children into a routine. It's important to communicate with your child as changes come up, as shifts happen, as a transition is about to happen. As I said earlier, giving them timestamps, giving them visual aids to look at, just so that they know playtime is almost over, we've got to go inside to bath. When you give it to them abruptly and there's no warning of a change that could cause resistance, because who doesn't get anxious when a sudden change comes up? It's important to be firm yet flexible with them. So the same thing that I said last week in the choices, something has to be done. You have to take a bath today. But do you want to do it now or in five minutes? Or do you want to eat first and then take a bath? So there is some flexibility, but in the end, what needs to be done will still be done because there is no negotiable in what must be done. But there is a little bit of a gap or a little bit of flexibility as far as the time frame is concerned. As I said earlier, in being consistent, you have to follow through. Follow through every day and make sure that when you are firm, your yes is yes and your no is no, even though you're flexible. I've mentioned it before, but create and use visual aids and verbal cues, especially when they are younger. This helps them to adapt to a routine much quicker. Your job is to allocate sufficient time for what needs to be done. I said this in the choices episode as well, that if they need to have a bath, it's mom or dad's job to ensure that there is enough time so that they are not rushed and they don't feel pressured because that then doesn't make a routine effective. Lastly, my last tip for how to put a routine in place is this. 
the only thing constant in life is change. So when you have a routine, it's never going to stay the same. It has to change and it has to adapt to people's lifestyles. With that being said, when you know that a major change in routine is happening, if you're moving houses or you're changing a job, when you know that something very big is going to change their routines, it's very important to communicate with them Tell them a lot in advance that this change is coming. If there's a new sibling coming, let them know throughout the pregnancy that there is a baby sibling coming and things are going to change. Communicate this with them. They may not necessarily understand what change means, but they will have a warning. They will have communication that something is going to shift and that something is going to change. That brings us to the end of our episode this week. And that is what Routine Check is all about. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you have learned something. And I hope that you will be implementing routines in your home if you have not already. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the parenting. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, feedback, or content suggestions, please email us at taren at theparenting.com. Please remember to subscribe, like, share, and give my